totally can't hear us right now. Welcome to episode 16 of the ADV Podcasts. No one saw you take those off. Yeah, that's why I got to do it again. But there's Welcome. no switch. Do it again. Come on. <laughs> All right. One, two, three, and... Uh, today we're actually talking about something that's... Uh, I don't know. It's, again, going to be a dour episode. We'll try and keep it as peppy as possible. we got the, some fun stuff. The puppet masters are revealing their strings. They are. That's what mm. we called this. Yeah. Uh, That's a good title. You sent it to me this morning. That's correct. Anyway, guys, uh, welcome once again. We're going to get welcome. straight into it with our, of course, our segment, which is... Up, up, beep, beep, beep. Wait, live what? check. Okay. Trademark. Loudy 6 live check. Just so you guys don't say, this is pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh, Winnie the Pooh says, I am the chosen one. The world trembles in my presence. Okay, great. Well, thank you for that live check. Right, so now we're going to do what's new, where we talk about what's new in the world, uh, especially, you know, with regards to China. Oh, interesting. You yeah. change it up a little bit. Yeah, I like to do that sometimes. Now, yeah. quite quite uh, big news here, everybody. China has a new chairman. This oh, is this like, is breaking. This we should have break. like really hyped this up. Breaking news. Yeah. China's got a new chairman. Yeah, so we're going to reveal who we're he is. We're the first right to find here. out. Yeah, this, this is... T- let's take a look here. Okay. Get us out of there. I hope people get the joke. I feel like they have to. <laughs> it's a it's a chairman. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Enough of that. If we ex- oh. if we have to explain that, then yeah, I, I hope we don't have to explain that. Let's let's bring us back in there. All right, guys. What's happening here is uh, this is in the hospital. Okay. Oh yeah, tell the the yeah. listeners. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, there's a, a gentleman walks in with his wife in the hospital, and there's no place to sit. So he basically allows his wife to sit on him as what a, a nice chair. Guy. Yeah, Seriously. so chivalrous. But at the same time, I am going to point out the fact that there's just a, a random middle-aged dude sitting on a chair there who could have offered his chair up yeah, for a pregnant woman. We were just originally talking about this, mm. a little behind-the-scenes stuff, and yeah. he, you were saying, like, this guy's just sitting there on his phone. And I was kind of half agreeing with you, but I was like, well, he's not going to stand up and let that woman sit on him. And then I just realized, oh, he could have just given his chair. Yes, he could have he actually been like, oh, look, a pregnant woman who needs to sit down. Here, right. take my chair. But that never happens. No. Um, one, Younger people do that. You, you know, one thing, though, Shenzhen, uh, mm. the city where I lived for so long, they kind of prided themselves on this image of being courteous on the bus. It was like Shenzhen's biggest thing. So on the bus or on the metro, you would see people offering their chairs up for uh, children, uh, elderly people, and pregnant women. All right. I'm not going to call bullshit, but what I'm going to say is that happened about 50% of the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But compared to everywhere else in it's China... It's much it, more. Yeah. It was yeah. actually a thing. And so it was kind of like a saving face for the city. And they put out like lots of propaganda to like mm. keep perpetuating that. Obviously, if you got anyone from out of town, they wouldn't do it, you know? Mm. A lot of people will pretend to sleep. Yeah. They, they do that. Sleep. They're like, oh, wait, there's a pregnant woman. 
Anyway, right. it's nice to see uh, the guy. It is. I thought it was really yeah. sweet, but it's also hilarious. It's hilarious. I don't know why I wouldn't just let her sit on his lap or something. That seems super uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm. Or, or, you know, actually. Yeah. Okay, those people are being a-holes. Yeah. Because they're not giving up their chair for a pregnant sure. woman. But why didn't he have the balls to go ask them? No, I mean, come on. Like, that's not how it works in China. Well, let's be realistic. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, hey, can she sit down, please? Yeah. Uh, you know. Well, anyway, didn't want confrontation, obviously. Let's move on to our next little thing. And uh, this is a little bit more dour. Uh, this has been making the rounds, and it's not the first time. In fact, when this first came out, I thought they were referring to a story that happened, you know, what, about a year ago now? Mm-hmm. Which this is, is exactly new, the same. It's a new one, though, because it's, exactly it's on the camera. Same. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's explain to all of our uh, viewers at listening. I'll narrow I should it. say listening. Yes. Listeners. What's, what's your name? So for, can you pause it? Yeah. So what we have is a dude in a cage, if you're listening. He's uh, trapped. It kind of looks like an electric chair almost. It's got bars all over the place. It's like a stockade, you know, from back in yeah. the day, like when you pelt someone with vegetables in medieval Ima- times. Imagine that, except mm. your head's not in it, your body's in it. Yeah. And it's made of metal. Yeah. Right. It's basically a restraint. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, this is the chairman number two. Um, I will be the criminal. You can be the cops. What do you think? Okay. Let's let's narrate this. It's kind of like real life. Lu Hua, he says his yeah, name. Yeah, so... Okay, so I'm the cops here. What am I going to say? Do you know why you're here? I know. I'm sorry. Sorry for what? I drunk too much and spoke nonsense. What do you do for a living? Nothing particular. I attend to my dad at home. So he's sick. Now, before we even move on here, um, this is a very strong psychological thing that they're doing here. Mm. In, in China, involving family is always the easiest and quickest route to shut someone up and to scare someone. Uh, they try to do it with us all the time. So the cops are bringing his family into this straight away just to let him know just how serious this is. Because like, oh, your father's sick, eh? It's that kind of thing to make him like, oh shit, now they're bringing my dad into this. For those of the, pe- the people who haven't seen this yet are gonna yeah. get all hyped up thinking this is like a super high level criminal that they caught. Mm-hmm. You're about to find out what he did. Yeah, no, he didn't do... Well, <clears throat> yeah, let's see, okay. Then why did you complain about police on QQ and WeChat? So he's like, oh, so your father's sick, eh? So then why did you complain about police <laughs> yeah, on QQ and WeChat? Yeah. <laughs> what is that gonna do with anything? <laughs> Oh, so your father's sick, eh? So then why did you go buy milk at the store? Actually, they don't sell milk, really, so... Well, they yeah. have that shelf yeah. milk. Yeah, that's true. Um, so then... This is when? when? Yesterday. Yesterday what time? Last night, around 9. On WeChat? Yes. In a group chat? It's about someone riding a motorcycle and there was a picture. So I just commented... How many people in the group? 75. What's your screen name? Wind Chasing Lu Hua. Wind Chasing Lu Hua? <laughs> Why did you talk about the traffic police online? About Why did you talk about the traffic police online? About them confiscating motorcycles? What's wrong with the police confiscating motorcycles? Nothing wrong with that. You're not sounding under duress. All right, fine. I'll add a little. So why did you badmouth the police? Uh, I drank too much. That's your excuse? Drank too much? 
Why did you badmouth the police? Do you hate the police? No. So why did you badmouth the police? I drunk too much. What's your intention? Nothing, nothing at all. So you were just making a joke in the group chat? I was tell yes, I was telling a joke, nothing more. I know I'm wrong. Do you really mean it? Absolutely. So you didn't mean to badmouth the police? Definitely not. I just drank a bit too much. Any words for the police? Uncle police, I'm so sorry. I'm wrong. I know that now. Uncle police, I'm so sorry. I'm wrong. I know that now. Please forgive me. I won't do it again ever. Yeah, Go so, back to his yeah we'll, we'll take a look. Um, this, by the way, um, for those of you who are not actually familiar with the, the way China works, this has kind of been a part of China for a very long time. Mm -hmm. This public humiliation. Mm -hmm. uh, whenever somebody is caught doing something wrong, they like to put signs on them and parade them around in the streets. I've seen it with my own eyes Good when job. they busted prostitutes. And, they always uh, do that. Yeah. And they busted Johns. They basically carted them around in Shenzhen. This is way back when I first got there. I have no idea what was going on. Um, and they were wearing like bright yellow. I'm a whore. And, yeah. yeah, with written on there, I'm a prostitute. And like I solicit prostitution mm -hmm. on, the, on the guys. And uh, if you get caught drunk driving, they make you take these mandatory classes, yeah. which basically yeah. you have to sit there in a pink T-shirt that said, I drove drunk. And then right. it's like they film it. And then they the, the cop says, you know, it's bad to drive drunk. And everyone's like, yes, it's bad to drive drunk. And they get filmed and put on TV and stuff. They don't do this to everyone that commits a crime. This is just when they want to make propaganda out of it. Yeah, absolutely. But it's if you go back into like ancient times in, in China, they do this since anyway. Since ancient times. Yeah, since ancient times. Right. And uh, obviously during the Cultural Revolution, like they do all those struggle sessions mm. in public and they put those placards on people. Mm. I'm a landlord or blah, blah, blah. Um, it's, it's pretty dire to see this kind of behavior coming back into the spotlight in China again because I mean this is very dehumanizing um, sure. it's totally unnecessary and let's give a little bit of backstory about what actually happened here because this this is something we can relate to yeah so Lu Hua this guy I want to preface this by saying that all the stuff the crimes that you're talking about and then the public humiliation we're kind of used to that in China and I'm not making excuses for it but it's nothing out of the ordinary sure this type of action sure the problem I have with this is this the kind of public humil humiliation, the things that these people are doing to warrant this punishment is getting so like easy to break the law. Yeah. It's insane. So this guy went on WeChat and he posted a picture of uh, some traffic cops confiscating a motorcycle. Most cities in China, you can't ride a motorcycle within city limits, right? Yeah. So he did this and he said something along the lines of F the police. I yeah. can't believe they're taking motorcycles. This is yeah. unfair, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. Within three hours, right? He also did this on QQ. Yeah. Within three hours, um, the cops arrested him, and this is the interrogation from the next day when they got all yeah. the cameras set up and like sure. he had it all sure. prepared. So he was under, uh, he was in the police station overnight. Yeah. For saying that the police suck, basically. Yeah. For taking motorcycles. Yeah. And this this is something that we've been party to. This, you know, we've been in groups where you know, because motorcycle riders uh, and motorcycle enthusiasts in China really have a raw deal. Mm. Okay. Unless you live in Shanghai or Beijing, where they've got laws that allow you to ride bikes, it's a little bit more. 
organized. But most of Chinese, the Chinese cities, like outside of the very big cities, you're not allowed to ride a motorcycle in the city limits, mm. like you say. So when you've got motorcycle enthusiasts, um, even if you have a legal bike that's registered and insured and everything, you're not allowed to drive it into most cities. They have like areas you're not allowed mm. to bring it into, right? Mm -hmm. So what will happen is in these groups, people will post pictures. Oh, the cops are confiscating motorcycles here, here, and here. So just avoid these areas. Don't go into this town. Don't go in. And people will be like, why don't they have anything better to do? Because they do. They take your bike away and you never get it back. Mm. They're like, Unless you ride them, yeah, which they, happens. They pretty much destroy it or they sell it on or whatever. So they're, in, in essence, stealing your motorcycle. So mm. motorcycle guys like us get really frustrated. Mm. And we vent in the groups and we take photos of the cops. And like, avoid like, this road. Yeah, don't go on this road. They're, they're taking bikes. Um, so this is pretty much what he did. He mm. saw, saw the picture and he's like, or he took the picture and he's like, screw these guys, they're taking bikes again. Mm. And he ends up being interrogated and uh, like shackled in a chair. Uh, and obviously detained and he probably has like a criminal record now and like... He's humiliated. He's lost face for his entire family and everything like that. It's, so these uh, are scare tactics, so people don't do it again. So yeah. it was kind of inefficient for the cops to go stand on the side of the road and take bikes all day because people would yeah. avoid it, right? Yeah. So now they're going to the, the roots level and just actually looking at private conversations, yeah. which is insane. That's some Orwellian shit. Yeah, it is. It's like it's literally like the thought police, mm. you know? Wrong speak. Yeah. So this guy has been arrested and, uh, you know, this whole thing about like, oh, so you're going to talk bad about the police thing. Oh, mm. it's so annoying. And the fact that they bring his family into it and stuff. This is just a glimpse into the way China is heading mm -hmm. um, or has been for quite some time. And this is something that I constantly have to remind uh, people that deal with China and who live in China mm. is that you can fall afoul of this stuff. It is possible. Yeah. You know, and until you do... China is an amazingly free and open and, mm -hmm. and great place to live and, and work and walk around. And you think everything's totally fine. But it's when you when you bump into a situation like this is when you get woken up mm -hmm. straight away and you realize that it's not all roses. Mm -hmm. And in fact, there's a lot of societal issues. And the way that the government and the police run the place is actually very, very sort of bad. And what I've said for mm. years and years to people is that, yes, China does on the surface feel very free. Yeah. And you said like, yeah, you have to get, when you get bitten, you wake mm. up and you're like, this is actually one of the most archaic rules of law society in the world. Yeah, and then you realize there's a 99% conviction rate. Conviction rate. So my problem mm. with, my problem with this whole evolution of like cracking down on stuff in China is that you don't know today what's legal and what tomorrow is going to be illegal. That's right. the problem. You right. don't know what they're going to decide they don't want anymore. Pretty much That's the issue. The, the way it works in China is that everything is illegal. Yes. But it's all tolerated. Right. And then they just decide which illegal activity they're not going to tolerate next. And you don't know what that could be. It could be something like wearing green shoes. You know, it's sure. just one of these things. I've had it, always had an issue with people that keep uh, harping on us about like, well, who cares if that's the law and they don't want motorcycles in their country, even though it's stupid for stupid reasons because they don't want China to look yeah, poor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, then don't worry about it. Like there's other things you can do that doesn't affect most people. But that's it's the precedent of how they're cracking down on this kind of stuff that's more important than the yeah. actual taking of motorcycles. That's absolutely. And, and also the, the fact that the law changes all the time. So yeah, you get rid of your bike and you get an e-bike. Mm. Then they then make e-bikes e illegal. <laughs> and you don't know that this has happened and you happen to be riding around and you get nabbed. So it's kind of tough. Anyway, it's, it's pretty crappy. That poor guy. Yeah. Um, but hopefully he serves as a bit of a, a wake-up call for a lot of people out there. Our voice acting was terrible, by the way. Oh, yeah, I know it was. Um, guys, we're going to move on to something else, which is kind of funny, I guess. 
Um, I, I was getting a lot of comments um, on my videos and on your videos and on ADV China that uh, when people are watching our videos, an advert keeps popping up uh, saying that uh, Serpent Today's videos are misleading and stuff like that. And I was like, what the hell's going on? So we tracked it down with the help of you and, um, you know, we, we got this, there it is, there's a screenshot of it. And uh, basically, someone has been paying money to put ads on any China-related videos out there to, it's like a misinformation campaign to say that I mislead people about understanding, like, understanding China. It's kind of hilarious. They don't, do they realize that they're actually funding our videos? I don't know. By taking out adverts, they're actually paying us. Let me tell you how I found this. <laughs> yeah. So like you said, people kept alarming yeah. us. They're yeah. like uh, alerting us. They're like, this video keeps coming up on Beijing Life. You're on the CCP's radar. So there yeah. is a state media channel called mm. Beijing Life, Beijing Songhua. Yeah. And it's a state media thing. And I went through like 300 of their videos looking for your name. Yeah. And I searched everywhere. I couldn't find it. Mm. And I also couldn't find the exact title that pe people keep telling me, right? Yeah, yeah. So a subscriber got a hold of me and we ended up tracking down. It's a channel that ripped off the name of the state media. Right, right. But it's actually a vlog channel from a Chinese dude right. that speaks English. Mm. And uh, he changed the name of the video. Right. So the ad is the old name. Serpent sure. Zede's video leads you to misunderstanding China. The new one's something similar. Yeah. But I, that's why we couldn't find couldn't it. So find I found it, yeah. it. And yeah, he's just it's just shit talking the whole time. But mm -hmm. the fact... I know how AdWords works. True. And just by that, those views and the frequency of it popping up, he at least spent a hundred bucks. And I think it's probably more like in the thousands Yeah. Um, for that amount of exposure. They really want anything related to China for this video to pop up. Yeah. And my question to you is, do you think this is state sponsored? Or do you think he did this because he's that good of a citizen? Well, I think it kind of boils down to the same thing at the end of the day. If mm. he's doing it out of... Uh, charity of, yeah, for the government because he feels the need to it means that the government's message is working very well sure you see this is the one thing that i don't think these guys understand or the chinese government understands but they are by doing things like this by attacking us by trying to shut us down it really legitimizes us and it, it shows legitimizes every bad yeah, thing they do it it just shows the world just how important our opinions are that they need to go to such lengths to try and shut us down mm -hmm. why would they care why would somebody take out an ad campaign to like a misinformation campaign against me so petty if they didn't think that my uh, opinion was, was important, people. you know, yeah. so obviously I've got a very important opinion mm -hmm. and it's got weight behind it otherwise it wouldn't do this no so it's just legitimizing what we do. So what I thought was interesting is EF, English First, used to take out ads in our videos um, that would warn people about, you know, English teaching contracts or yeah. like when you move to China, what to look out for. Maybe these kind of, they always took them out on our videos where we mm -hmm. talked about maybe you're not the right kind of person to come to China to teach sure, English. Sure. And they would take out these huge ad campaigns on our videos right. and say, and they actually shot this in, in retaliation to us. And they're sure. like... China is not what people sit, make it out to be. Yeah, you yeah. might hear a lot of warnings about, oh, it's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Oh, watch out. Yeah. But don't worry. Like, we got you back. And it's all these, like, Lao Wai's foreigners. Yeah, like, they're, like, having hot pots. Amazing KGB. exotic foods. <laughs> and we were just pissing ourselves because yeah. we're like, they actually went out to shoot and produce and then go on AdWords and fund this campaign. Yeah, but for them, it's a monetary. That's uh, what I'm saying. It's monetary. Is we can understand that. We yeah. laughed about it. Yeah. And yeah, like maybe our message hurts their business because we're warning people, yeah, go do it. But maybe mm -hmm. you're not the right person. We don't want people to get screwed over. We're sure. honest. Sure, sure. Now with this, 
I mean, this is actually paid defamation, and I think yeah. it's freaking hilarious yeah. that someone, or maybe the government, is actually doing this. I know. It blows my mind. You're paying money yeah. to go drive traffic to you, yeah. and it's actually increasing exposure. Yeah. Because what's going to happen is, if someone types in, like, Travel China, and they watch some bullshit CGTN video, yeah. this ad's going to come up, and yeah. they're like, who the fuck's Serpent ZA? Yeah, then they're going to look me up, and they're yeah. going to watch my videos <laughs> anyway. And then they're Thanks like, for oh, the free shit. advertising, you dumbass. <laughs> No, seriously, it's absolutely ridiculous. The Streisand effect with the CCP is just hilarious. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. The more shills that they pay or promote, because yeah. you're seeing tons of them nowadays. Oh, yeah. It's like a breeding hub of, YouTube's a breeding <laughs> hub. It's like an anthill of like reproducing foreigners talking good sure. about the CCP. Yeah. The more they do that, I mean, the more their our message is legitimized. Yeah. Seriously. Absolutely. And the more everyone else's opinion that's really critical of the CCP right now is mm -hmm. legitimized. Correct. You guys, um, we, we did a great interview with, uh, mm. with the, the Russian kid, the friendly neighborhood Russian that kid. that picture on? Where is that? Right near the end or something? Uh, I think so, yeah. I think it's okay. the second to last one. Okay. Let's just get him. There, there we, we go. go. All right. Uh, if you want to see us talk about the rise of the sort of um, YouTube propaganda. YouTube woo mouse. Yeah. You know the foreign white, white yeah the, the the foreign face propaganda guys. We did a great um, interview. It's his latest video, so you I can think just we, go. I think we quashed a lot of misconceptions yeah. as yeah. well. Yeah, we also talked a lot about you know this narrative of people say that if you make negative videos about China, you make money on YouTube, but if you make positive videos, then it gets demonetized. That's such shit. It's absolute crap because it doesn't matter if you make positive or negative. If you talk uh. about anything sensitive, it gets demonetized, and yeah. we we get demonetized just as much. Um, as people that make positive of videos, course. if not more, yeah, because we but talk it's not about YouTube sensitive bias. stuff. No, it's literally just YouTube being overly sensitive. So go check out the interview. It's uh, NKFRZ. Yeah. Yes, I don't even know how you're supposed to say that. Mm. Nifkers. 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 Sure. Okay. Anyway, fun. Uh, but it was good. It was fun. Uh, He's a cool fun. dude. Yeah, he's a really, really down to earth guy. Um, anyway, let's let's continue. Uh, I don't like looking at this poor guy. Let's so, move. Let's so yeah, super sad. Okay, let's Wrap move on to. Up. Oh yeah, let's just let's... Uh, get it off of there for a minute. We're going to talk about that in a second. So guys, uh, I think we're done with our what's new. Let's answer a couple of super chats and we'll move on to the main segment of the show. Mats Jada, thank you very much. Twenty forty seven will eventually come. Does Hong Kong have any hope? It's not about that. Uh, no. Very succinctly, it's about keeping their word until 2047. Yes. Right? So, like, Hong Kong people, the ones that really care about this and don't want to be part of China would probably find a way to leave in that yes. time period. But right now, it's becoming more difficult because yeah. they're eroding all of those negotiations they have. Yeah, that was the whole point. Uh, 2047, yes, when it comes, it comes, and then that that is that's that is what it is, right? But, yeah, it's, yeah, it's all about uh, broken promises. Right. Josema Fernandez Barreras, mm -hmm. uh, her, her dudes... Maybe hi dudes. Hey dudes. Oh, hey dudes, probably. Yeah. Hey, hey dudes. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about the political correctness? For me, the worst thing in the West right now feels like a dictatorship. Stay awesome. Yeah, I get glimpses. I think a lot of people uh, dramatize the whole PC thing more more often than not because I don't see people walking on eggshells around me. Yeah, in, in, in real life, right. I haven't experienced it. It's just the stuff you see in the news. Yeah, and and this and it's uh, and yeah, I mean, you do see you do see like signs up and yeah. weird stuff and whatever. But yeah, political correctness is something that I absolutely can't stand. I think it's well, neither of it's us. counterproductive to civilization. It's it actually. Is. It takes things backwards. It mm -hmm. prevents people from actually discussing proper, mm -hmm. real problems and, and fixing them. So, you know, where I grew up in South Africa, where I come from, political correctness is the order of the day. Mm -hmm. You can get arrested if you say the wrong words. Um, and if you, you know, are 
perceived as being racist or whatever. Mm. Um, and of course, it's just been a part of my life. So I'm going to be getting into that soon. I'm working on a video. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that it's been hard for me to to put it together because my first big trip across America just blew my mind. Something happened on that trip, which just completely changed my whole idea on um, just racism in general mm-hmm. and political in a good correctness way. in a good way. Yeah. Hell, hell yeah. America's an, an amazing place. And I've got a. I actually filmed myself in shock after this event happened in front of me. And uh, I've just been trying to find the right way to put it out there because it's so sensitive. But that's coming coming up soon. Yeah. Cool. Political correct, correctness sucks, though. It does. Yeah. Absolutely does. Mm-hmm. Uh, last one before we move on. Mm-hmm. Serio, JPN. Uh, I see the police there now ripping off stuff from Futurama. Where's the <laughs> beeping light on his chest for the guy to talk through? <laughs> True. Yeah. yeah I mean, absolutely. it's too low tech for that. To absolutely. Fair. Oh, and maybe just quickly. Dion yeah. Chapman, very generous. Thank you so much, dude. Have Thanks, some Christmas mate. pudding on me, guys. Fantastic. What is Thank Christmas you. pudding again? You don't know? It's like fruit, do. It's like fruit cake with marzipan on top. Right, right. And, That's terrible. Look, what ma- we're gonna marzipan do is, is turkey with that. No, no, marzipan's disgusting. No, I hate marzipan no, so much. I don't like anyone likes that it. That white crap, and it's no. like it's always looks like it's been there for a year. It has or more. <laughs> um, but my my grandmother used to make a brandy, uh, you know, sort of fruit cake. But it was like so soaked in brandy, you get drunk eating it. That's interesting. Because she would she cook it with brandy, but then she'd like when it was cooked, she'd like soak it in brandy again. Do you think that was her excuse? My grandmother was awesome. She never took pain pills and stuff. She just drank. That was that was my grandma. <laughs> oh, as well. Rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's move on to our main <laughs> segment of the show, yep. Soft Power Hour, where we talk about the usually insidious uh, <laughs> ways that China tries to change your opinion. Yes. Um, now we have to talk about something which is quite, quite despicable, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Okay. First, also kind of funny. It's it's super funny. First and foremost, we have to. Uh, differentiate the difference between state media coming out mm-hmm. of China and media in a place like America mm-hmm. or Australia. Mm-hmm. Now, in America, you've got all these different, like Fox News mm. and CNNs, CNBC, XYZ, LGBTQ, all these things, right? And all these different. That's probably a real news network. Probably, yeah. yeah. All these different networks can say pretty much what they want mm-hmm. about the government. They're privately owned, mm-hmm. you know, the corporations. But in China, it's not like that. It's run by the state. Mm-hmm. They are de facto mouthpieces of the government. Mm-hmm. So whatever comes out of state media in China is something that the government has said, mm-hmm. pretty much. I also want to give a little uh, insight onto how state media works. Yeah. So there's the main people's daily. That is the ultimate, penultimate final word of the, the dictator, basically, yeah, right? Yeah. But there's a bunch of other state media. There's Should be called Beijing. Xi's Daily. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> Shenzhen Daily, there's yeah. Beijing Daily, there's all these other newspapers sure. and websites and things like that, mm. which is also 100% state controlled. Right. But what the difference is, is those ones are a little bit more experimental. Mm. When the government wants to promote an initiative, mm. they test the waters and the public reaction with those smaller papers mm. before it ends up on People's Daily. Sure. So this one here is oh, we one of those branches that we're going to talk about. Yeah, we're going to put something up. It's this not on the screen This is from People's yet. Daily overseas. Hang on a second. Yeah. Okay. So what we're talking about right now, guys, is we'd like like you to take a look at this. We'll get ourselves out of the okay. picture. Just gonna, yeah. yeah. Um, now, what it says here, we'll translate it for you. At the top there, in the yellow writing, it basically says America signed this like Hong Kong mm-hmm. Democracy Act yep. or whatever. Um, so we invite you to vandalize the White House. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. the, the wording they use is zhuangxiao, yeah. which means renovate, yeah. but it's in quotes for a reason. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because Basically, Zhuangxiao yeah, means to renovate, right? Like but then, so. yeah, I know you said that, but they say renovate, but then with a picture of people setting the white, well, what they think is a White House. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute, yeah. but setting a basically the american capitol building on fire um but in the quote it says white hat yeah it says white hilarious. House. They're, they're breaking the windows they've set it on fire they're spray painting free on the on the roof they've dressed the people up as like hong kong protesters but the quote if you're chinese and you read that quote it literally says we welcome you to do this to the white house mm-hmm. with this picture like come and renovate it in this way and it's kind of like a, an immature, I'd say a very immature sort of snarky, like, oh, yeah, well, they passed that bill. So, yeah, then let's just go show them what this, you know, the Hong Kong protests no, are all about. Your mom gay, no you. <laughs> yeah, it's that kind of thing. It's incredibly childish. The worst part is, though, is that it was posted on the uh, People's Daily Overseas Facebook page. Mm. It was also po- posted on the CCTV, the China Central Television, which is like the state mouthpiece on their uh, media pages as well, social media pages. Now, as of right now, they've been deleted. Mm. I think they realized that they were being ridiculous. I don't think so. Okay. I think they were deleted because they lost face. Not because Mm. of the violence and horrible imagery, Mm. but because they literally don't know what the White House is. Oh, that's true, because (laughs) let's move on to the next one. I mean, I just want to point out to people, you can see there, because I took the screenshot screenshot last night Mm -hmm. while it was still up. And you can see there the People's Daily Overseas. It was from their um, Facebook page. You sure. know, there's this Hi Why, whatever. And yeah. so that's their, it's their official account. Mm-hmm. This is coming from the Chinese government. Oh, that's the Chinese government, straight up. Right. Okay. Uh, and by the time I tried to get the screenshot from the CCTV um, Facebook page, it was already gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, the reason it's gone also is I think it was like basically brigaded there were many people flagging it as being like uh, inciting violence or sure whatever. sure uh, which makes sense because it it is it's basically telling people to go and mess up the white house mm. um, well. <laughs> well the capitol building <laughs> <laughs> now, lots of people started to make fun um you know what i mean because the white house is obviously not the building that they drew in the picture correct it's the Capitol building. And so they, they've got memes going around on Twitter now where they're this showing... This is from like, a Hong Kong person. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're basically showing like, look, you don't even know, you the, don't difference. know the difference between the White House and the Capitol building. And Come this on. is the freaking central government of China. This is the Chinese government. They so what happens up. when Xi Jinping goes to like meet Trump on American soil? Or did he show up to the wrong building? Yeah, maybe. this is literally what it looks yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. They're like, <laughs> I guess if they ever try to do a missile strike, they'll hit the wrong building. <laughs> you know what I mean? People are uh, in the chat are saying yeah. that the original post from them yeah. is still on tw- on their Twitter. Oh, it's still on their Twitter. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Yeah, Twitter's probably not going to take it down. They let all sorts of weird stuff stay up there. Mm, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, but the thing is, like, it's absolutely ridiculous that the the government could do that because we were discussing this a little earlier, just uh, Seamilk and myself, we were sitting there discussing it. We thought, what if just a big news outlet like CNN or something Uh put out a thing with, like, the Tiananmen Square with the portrait of Mao and stuff and showed people burning it and breaking, spray painting all over and said, like, we welcome, uh, you know, our citizens to go and renovate the... You know, Tiananmen Square, something like that. I don't think it'd go down very well. I don't think so. What What would actually happen is it would say, 
we invite you to renovate Tiananmen Square's Mao portrait, mm. but they'll show a picture of Deng Xiaoping in Shenzhen. <laughs> yeah, and, that's, uh, that's actually that would be that down. would be correct. That's um, the the correct analogy. Yeah. Now the thing is, like, they actually think just like the stupid shit with nine eleven, thinking that they're gonna make everyone's feel feel make yeah, little feel yeah, feels yeah. are hurt. Yeah. No one gives a shit, dude. Nope. nope. So you're spending all this money and like, but just looking like the most bought her insecure government in the world. Yeah. And you're putting this stuff out in public forum and everyone's laughing at you, not at the freaking, not getting upset at the picture. No. No one gives a shit about this. No. And let someone come and try do that. <laughs> I'd love to see a bunch of like that would be nationalists, great entertainment. nationalists come in to like renovate the Capitol building. To be fair, like if they inspired enough people to do that. Yeah. And like those people ended up dead or arrested or whatever. Yeah. The Chinese government doesn't give a shit. No. It's like meat in the meatpacking facilities. Yeah, that, that would be fodder. a good reason for them to, like, I don't know, impose some kind of, like, trade you know, tariffs this, or something. This, like, butthurt shit is it's so, so ridiculous. ridiculous these yeah. days. Yeah, it is. It's embarrassing. Anyway, yeah, I think uh, that that's uh, pretty funny. We had to talk about it. It's funny. It's tragic. It's tone deaf. So it's tone immature. Deaf. It's, like, really ridiculous. Um but now we've got to move on to something a little more serious. We do. Okay. And now the next thing we're going to talk about is something that I have been talking about for a very long time. And this is something that I want to bring attention to. And I'm going to probably start to make a bit of a campaign against this kind of thing, <laughs> if possible. Now, let me take us out of this again. Bye-bye. Um, let's take a look at this. What we see here is we see a sign in Chinese. Okay. Now, what's going on in this sign? This sign is an advertisement with a QR code and a QQ number, just yep. for convenience. Um, basically saying that you can get your tests written for you. Yeah, like your essays. Your, your essays, your, your projects. Projects, like all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you just pay some money, and then you don't have to do them yourself. Yeah. Now, to give you guys a little bit of uh, like background here, that was taken uh, inside the toilets of Monash University in Australia. You love Australia's influence right now. Well, because Australia belongs to China. <laughs> I know, I know. This is um, exciting that. Okay, but it's not just in Australia. Mm. This kind of thing is very, very prevalent well. in, in America and uh, any other Western country. So oh. what happens is, in order to study overseas in one of these universities, you need to have a certain level of English. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, the kind of students that end up going overseas to study are usually from rich families, uh -huh. okay? I'd say the majority of them are, from uh -huh. like upper middle class to rich families. Because it's incredibly expensive to send your child to an overseas university. Right. Now, I'm going to be completely honest. Usually, if you're a rich, spoiled kid, you usually don't put a lot of time and effort into studying, and your English level's usually not very good. You want to spend your time bragging and hanging out in KTVs and stuff like that. So, now, I'm not taking away from the legitimate people that do actually... Right. Get their TEFL, you know, or sorry, TOEFL, you know, they yeah. actually study and they pass because you're supposed to pass this kind of like test in order to like an English proficiency test before you can enroll in universities. And I know that that's a huge corrupt thing going on because when I was in China working for some of these training centers, they would actually like try to get me to help people cheat to pass that. They would offer to, you know, take these tests, they become like a TOEFL um, certified center or whatever, and then they just take bribes and pass people, you know, things like that. It's quite common. I've seen it with my own eyes. You I, know. I have my yeah. personal story here. Go, go I had an uh, English training center, mm -hmm. and I had one very intelligent girl and one boy yeah. that were both trying to pass the TOEFL exam so sure. they could both study in England potentially. Right. Now, when they showed up, he showed up in a Ferrari. Right. He was 18 years old. Great. 
He had a Ferrari, mm-hmm. right? His parents did some sort of smuggling, high Y, like, <laughs> okay. you know, like you get some of the packages and from the boat, we get some sure. huge network in Chaozhou. Sure. But they lived in Huizhou, and he was uh, in my, my little class to prepare for the TOEFL. Right. So I went through a lot of practice questions, and the girl was like, totally fine, totally yeah. going to be okay, right? Right. He didn't speak a lick of English. He was such an asshole. Yeah. He was super rude. He was this chubby little dork on his phone half the time. And I'm like, listen, do you want to pass this? And he didn't care. Yeah. His parents made him go to this thing. And he's like, whatever. And then he drove away every time. Yeah. So this went out for a week. The results came back. She failed and he passed. What the hell? They just bribed, they bribed the TOEFL examiner. Right. Because if the testing is going on within mainland China, it doesn't matter what oversight there is. Yeah. There is potential for bribes. Absolutely. And that is a 100% true story. And he's now studying, he's, he's gone to study abroad. They've, they've, though, I mean, they say right now that like the level of education is actually being lowered quite significantly mm-hmm. in the colleges here because of the, the university professors have to deal with Cater. people who can't speak English very well. Mm-hmm. So they have to dumb down the entire class. But they've passed class. the exam. Yeah. Anyway, the thing is, in order to pass, you have to write your, you know, thesis or you have to write like projects and... What we see in this picture here is basically they're offering um, services to do this. Now, it's difficult to bust these guys, and the reason being that they're based out of China. Mm -hmm. So what happens is, first of all, the language barrier. If you saw that sticker in a bathroom or you saw it around campus or something, you wouldn't know what it is. If you can't speak Chinese or read Chinese, you'd be like, oh, whatever. But it blatantly says on there that they're going to help you cheat. Now, this is something about Chinese culture. Like... Prostitution is 100% illegal in China, mm-hmm. but you'll see adverts for prostitution oh, yeah, everywhere, absolutely. like stuck stickers like this or cards and stuff. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? You'd think that that's a bad idea. If you're doing something illegal, you're giving out your you number. You don't promote it. Yeah, you don't promote it. It's like a drug dealer here. Like, right. hey, take my cards. Like, I'll give you like cocaine. Come to my house. Cocaine and heroin. This right. is my phone number, you know. Yeah, that's right, but that's, it, this kind of thing is out in the open in China. So they're doing it here too, or mm. they're doing it in Australia by putting these things up. And it's kind of crazy, but we have this problem with these high trust societies mm. like Canada, America, Australia. Mm. They're high trust societies. We wouldn't expect people to do things like this, mm. so we get taken advantage of. Mm. And so this is what this is all about. First of all, you don't know what it means. Second of all, you've got no means of accessing it because you need to use QQ or WeChat, which are usually not um, software that like foreigners will use. Correct. So it's Chinese software. And of course, you would have to be able to speak Chinese. Mm. We do speak Chinese, so after doing a little bit of research into this, there are tons of these companies out there. They offer things like we have um, all PhD staff that can, you know, like the majority of them have uh, graduated from Western universities and stuff. They will write your, uh, you know, your project for you and stuff and have it back within a day or two and proofread and all that stuff. And uh, so you can basically just hang around in class, not do anything. And then when it's time to hand in your project or whatever, you suddenly have this pristine uh, document that's been emailed from China by a Chinese company. So there's like no legal, no legal route to prosecute or to like shut these guys down because they're in China anyway. Mm. You know what I mean? And again, I can bring it back into a personal story here is I was working for a training center that was dealing with sending people to England as well. And... As part of my job there, he was like, hey, yeah, we got a student just wants to write a little, you know, wants to write a, a, a project here and needs your help to 
you know, proofread it. Right. And I was like, okay, no problem, you know, I'll, I'll do that. So I was getting these like horrible, just machine translated basically. Mm. So what, what I'd get was gobbledygook. Mm. It just wouldn't make any sense. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? And it would take me hours to rewrite this to make any sense mm. at all. I had to like try to decipher what they were talking about. Right. And I thought I was doing this to help people out. Turns out, and I found out that this, I was doing this job. This you is, were the dude. I was doing this job. They were wow. taking advantage of me as being a teacher in that training center. They were asking me to correct these like notes for the student or something. And what they were doing was this. So you were like an English farm. Yeah, I was like helping correct this disgusting document, this mm. complete garbage. And then they were obviously sending them off to whoever's studying overseas so that they could pass their class. Interesting. So you're complicit. You yeah. No, I didn't know. So the, the horrible thing about this all is then... What happens is you get people uh, who are graduating because they just use services like this all the time. And they go out. They go the out world. there and they're like, "Hey, look, I'm a freaking PhD, or I'm a I'm a you know bachelor's in this." And then they get hired for that position, but they first of all have no clue what they're doing, mm. and second of all, they've not earned it. Mm. It's it's rampant. It is. It's huge. You know. It's we're just scratching the surface of this stuff. Yeah. You know, there's all this thing about like uh, they bust people quite often with like multiple fake passports. And what they're mm. doing is they're sitting down to take tests for these rich kids. Mm. They offer a service where that what happens happen is. Yeah, that happens a lot. So what happens is they'll get a fake passport, a fake Chinese passport that looks legit. And it'll just have this one dude's photo. So like one girl or one guy will have like, say, six or seven different passports, mm -hmm. one for each of their clients. When they go to sit down and write the test, you have to show your identification. Yeah. So they show this fake passport with the student's name and their photo. And then the examiner will be like, okay, you're him. Right, go ahead and write the test. And this person will just charge like $2,000, $3,000 to write the test. Sit down, write the test, pass. And then the, you know, the students passed and got their grades and all that kind of stuff. This is really... It's a huge black market. It's, it's a massive... It's not thing. even a black market. No, it's, it's totally just, above board in China. It's, and it's out in the open. Mm -hmm. But, you know, because of the language barrier and the high trust society that we live in, people don't realize it. Um, but I'm going to start to point it out a lot. Mm -hmm. and we're going to show a lot of cases. So anyway, this is uh, one of those things. This this is something you can take a look at if you're interested. If you are, um, you know, if you're in Australia or whatever, you, then we're going to hey, take a look Hey, that's Worldview. Get out of there. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm always skipping ahead here. Um, there's actually an article about this you can go read. Um by Joyce Fung. There you go. So just do a search for Chinese, Chinese students, students paid, paid to, to rort. Australian universities as government tackles Rort, cheating. that's an interesting word. What does that mean? Must be Australianism. <laughs> mm. You're right, rort. Yes, yeah, <laughs> someone's going to tell us like... You don't know what a bogan is. <laughs> you don't know what a yeah. bogan is, you rort. Yeah, yeah exactly. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you could go check that out. Yes. Anyway, um, that's pretty much it for our soft power hour. Correct. So let's see some questions. It. Yeah. Sorry about that long monologue, guys. Get us get that crap out of there. Oh yeah, yeah. We can we can get out of there. Right. Uh, okay. Jeremiah Johnson says, um, "Can't think of a good question about China." That's fine. Mm. Sure. So, being car guys, do you prefer the new C8 Corvette or the new Porsche 911 And why don't either of you like the new Camaros? Keep up the great work. Thanks. Do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Uh, you go first. I got something to say. 100% the 911. Um, if you guys know me, I'm massive stuff. Get out of here. It's my, <laughs> it's my opinion. Yeah, it's your opinion. Everyone can I'm have entitled. One. Yeah. Uh, I love 911s. So I've liked 911s since mm. I was a little kid. It's my dream to yeah. have a 911. Just can't yeah. afford one. 
Uh, so of course I picked that. I actually don't like the new C8 Corvette that much. It's a good value. You get a ton of car for the money, but I think it doesn't look like a Corvette and I do like Corvettes. Um, I don't like the new Camaros because they remind me of Transformers. Transformers, like it ruined it. And especially if you're in China, oh man, man, people were obsessed with Transformers. It's got to be one of the worst franchises of all time. If yeah. you like the Transformers movies, I have no idea what's wrong with you. Yeah, they're so bad. They're terrible. So when that was like the mascot of the freaking movies, of course it ruins the image of it. Everyone me. in China was painting their cars yellow. yellow. With those, well, buying yellow cars. Did we get the base stripes? model. Yeah, base model Camaro. Remember? Yeah. yeah. It, it was actually being sold in it China, was, yeah. uh, so we'd see it everywhere. Uh, so I agree with you. The Transformer stickers on the yeah, back. they put the Transformer stickers crap in. Those oh, emblems. Yeah, no thanks. Decepticon emblems and stuff like I don't get it. Um, yeah, I agree with you on the Camaro thing. I'd definitely take the new Corvette if I had to choose. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm more of an older. I like '80s mm. cars and I like uh, '70s cars, mm. so I'd rather go for the older stuff. But you know the C8 Corvette does look very promising. It looks awesome. It's got everything, and it's it's finally like a mid-engine car. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't like Porsches because they look like VW Beetles that have been stretched out, which is what they actually are. True. Um, but I can't deny the fact that they're fantastic cars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. No arguments there. Mm -hmm. uh, Edward Berry, I heard the Hong Kong protests have spread and sparked in the mainland. Guangdong, maybe if I heard it correctly. Have you guys heard? No. Fake news. Wrong. Let yeah. me tell you why. Yeah. There are massive protests in Guangdong. It's got nothing to do with it has Hong Kong. Nothing protests. to do with Hong Kong. And I swear to God, this yeah. is one thing. And I addressed this yesterday in my, my live stream, but I cut that, the QA out. Okay. The one thing that pisses me off so much is that everyone's going apeshit right now about the Guangdong protests and how it's spreading from Hong Kong. And the reason I hate that is because there are hundreds of thousands of protests every single year in China. Yeah. And the only reason this one's getting, this is a very minor one compared yeah. to some of the uprisings sure. that have happened. The only reason this is getting pressed is because of the Hong Kong protests. So everyone thinks it's linked. It has nothing to do with yeah. it. The government promised to have an eco park yeah. in this rural area. So yeah. they're going to bulldoze everyone's houses. Yeah. Instead, they're going to build a massive crematorium and burn bodies. Yeah. That's super bad feng shui. Yeah. Chinese people go ape if they build put dead bodies on the property. Yeah, you, it's very bad, yeah. So that's what the protest is about. And it's yeah. pretty crazy. They're shooting fireworks at each other and the military comes in and arrests, probably sure. killing people, to be honest. Yeah. You know? mm. But... It happens all the time. It has nothing to do with Hong Kong. I'm not mad at you, Edward. I'm just so sick of this news linking you know, these things together. The, the thing is also, it does happen all the time, but it very rarely makes the news. That's the thing. Always it gets squashed. Because, mm. okay, never mind actually having seen protests in real life mm. while in China. I filmed a couple, mm. actually. I've got some footage, which I'll show at some point. But there's actual uprisings, um, dude. But on WeChat, you see these yeah. clips, you see video clips all the time before they get scrubbed mm. of, like, villagers, like, <laughs> tipping over bulldozers yeah. and setting them on fire killing and people. doing all sorts of like attacking the cops actually killing mm. killing uh, security guards and police and stoning them to death and stuff it's quite big but in order to protect the social harmony of China this stuff gets scrubbed super soon and you mm. know what happened to that like guy and the motorbike guy sitting in the mm. chair the guys sending these like who share those things on WeChat those guys just get disappeared you know bye bye that's not something that the CCP wants to get out there. Because if you disrupt social harmony, if you show that people are actually unhappy and that rioting you know, is happening, mm. other people might join in. Right. You know, It might topple like, whatever's going on there. So this particular protest happened to leak out. Footage mm. of it le leaked out, mm. and that's why people talk about it. Usually it doesn't leak out, so no one talks Honestly, about it. Honestly, if this had leaked out, though, 
if in the Hong Kong protests hadn't happened, it wouldn't make Western news. Yeah. Trust me on this, because yeah. there's other stuff that has leaked out on other websites that just never gains traction. Right, right, right. right. And I mean, there was an uprising in Guangdong that lasted a couple months, mm. and it was a whole city yeah. of people literally wanted to cede from the CCP. Sure. You didn't hear about that. No, no. You know, no, you wouldn't. So this is, you know, whatever they deserve to protest, and mm-hmm. I bet they're pissed off. But there were some rumors that they heard like some of the Hong Kong slogans within the protest. But listen, like. That didn't start for that reason. No. If for some reason later on there was some Cantonese phrases that Hong Kong people were using, that's coincidence or yeah. you know maybe they heard about it now, mm. right? Yeah, it's possible. But that's not why it started. Yeah, they're not actually linked. No. Yeah. Totally different. Anyway, yeah. let's move on to our next segment. What do you say? Yes. Our next segment is Guanxi Corner, where we talk about everything to do with relationships, business, personal, anything like that when it comes to dealing with cross-cultural stuff. So. Yeah. I'm just going to chill out on the beach here right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, it was so hot when I filmed that. I remember. And you're in your freaking suit. Yeah. Um, I'm really happy with that footage. It came out really, really well. Nice, yeah. yeah. And that was the Spark, yeah. which, believe it or not, is only 1080p. Yeah. Some of the Spark footage looks crap. That was, oh, yeah. If yeah. it's good lighting. It's, it's got to be good lighting. Yeah. Anyway, mm. um, not a sponsor. No. Don't buy DJI products. <laughs> hey, guys. Yeah. Uh, hold on. This guy's name is Clint. Okay. Hey, guys. I am going to visit my fiance's parents in China for the first time. Well, congratulations. Mm-hmm. They're in Shanghai, but they don't speak English. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I've never been to China before. Any ideas about what to bring them as gifts? I'm pretty nervous because I don't want to make any mistakes or offend them. Okay. Okay. You want to go first? Uh, first off, congratulations. I guess you're getting yeah. married. Yeah. <laughs> Clint. Uh, I knew a guy called Clint. His brother was called Tex. This is not even a joke. For real? Yeah. Is it the same dude? No, it's two different people. No, I know. Is this Clint? I don't think so. <laughs> you probably would, right? Yeah, he'd yeah, probably you know, say, I know you, yeah. Uh, anyway, mm. if you're going to visit them, the easiest piece of advice I can give, I'm, I'm so sick of, you know, we used to talk about this. It's kind of funny, like, oh, yeah. don't give them a clock, or don't yeah. give them shoes. Or don't give them a green hat. It doesn't matter, dude. Who's going to give someone that crap anyway? <laughs> yeah. Nice to meet you. Here's a grandfather clock. Yeah, here's, here's a, a green, green hat. hat. Who even has a green hat? Well, I mean, a clock, I've made that mistake before. Maybe a watch, right? Yeah. Song Jong, you don't right. want to do that. But yeah. I wouldn't just show up at someone's house and be like, have this watch, dude. No, it's a sure. little bit weird. No, that is weird. Yeah. Anyway, I would give them something. I don't know where you're from. Mm. Uh, let's say you're from Boston. Yeah. Okay. And let's say there's this amazing local gin that they make, right? Sure. In this distillery. That is something local from your hometown. And Chinese people love stuff that comes from specific yes. areas. Yes, right? yeah. mm. means specialty. Specialties, yeah. So if you're from, uh, maybe you could get them some dried seafood mm. from the Boston mm. Harbor or something, right? Yeah. Something specific to your area is much more important than getting them some random crap like Chinese tea or something. Sure. No, that's the that. mistake that people make often is they're like, oh, they're Chinese. Let me get them something Chinese. And I always equate this. Um, I give an analogy here. Mm. If you are, say... A wine connoisseur, yeah. right? So you love red wine, and you love it, you, you, you know, and white wine or whatever. And uh, some random like guest comes along, and they're like, "Oh, I heard he likes wine, so I'm going to get him some wine." Right. It's a very bad idea because they're probably going to get crap that you don't like. Right. Exactly. Probably going to go to the supermarket and buy like a medium level wine or something. They bring it to you, and you being a wine connoisseur, you look you're at like, this what and you're like, this? "Come on, man, this is swill. Cheap, cheap swill. Cheap plunk." Yeah. Or it's like, I don't like this varietal, you know. So right. I'm sorry, but I'm not much of a Cabernet guy, well, you, you know. So you got me the right wine for so, the wrong year. So that's why it's not a good idea to go try and buy like Baijiu or buy yeah, tea or. Up. Don't don't get something Chinese. Uh, bring something 
foreign and special mm. because that means a lot more. I used to give this advice to my uh, students, the doctors I used to train. Mm. I used to say, like, you're going to go to Australia. You're going to take some gift for your your uh, professors. Take mm. them like a food. You know, those little key rings yeah. that have got like the Chinese characters for luck and stuff. Take them like a it's nice a shitty gift Chinese. in China. Yeah, like but it's, it's just, but for yeah foreigners, it's kind of cool. I always said like try to get something with Hanza on it. You yeah, know, with the Chinese characters because foreigners love that. They think mm. it looks cool. So you know, get a little scroll or pretend or, like they're a Shaolin monk. Yeah, or, or get them some kind of special tea, Chinese mm. tea, in, in a nice tin that's got beautiful artwork on it or something because that's something they'll treasure. They'll be like, this is different, you know, and they'll keep it in their house. I know I'm, my my I'm mother kept a freaking tin of Chinese oolong tea that she was given by like a Taiwanese business associate of my dad's when I was like five years old or something. It's still in the house yeah, because it looks really nice. That's very true. You Counterpoint know? to that is I freaking hate tea. I hate Chinese tea. <laughs> it's terrible, guys. It's, come on. Especially green, like and it's like a thousand. This one's a thousand dollars, and they would say this is our specialty. It tastes like shit. It's so sour, <laughs> and I just don't like green tea to begin with. Mm. So there's oh. nothing to do with China. Like the best stuff does come from China, but I hate yeah. it. Yeah. So my point is, like, I brought like <laughs> yeah. some expensive ass shit yeah. from my parents. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's so lovely. And they're super sweet about it. But do you think they drank that? Come no, on. No, 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 absolutely no. not. Uh, and I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, like the tea, the tea that my mother kept the tin, yeah. but she never had the she tea. Never drank they it. tried it and they were like, they're like this, uh, is, this is Oh, is this wonderful? It's lovely. It's um, lovely. Yeah, okay. So lovely, I'll never yeah. drink it again. Yeah, probably like dumped it in the trash straight away. But it, right. it's all about like it's gotta be something special, a little fan or something. That being said, if someone likes tea, yeah, the best stuff is from China. Or yeah, Taiwan. But, but or we're talking this is reverse. No, I'm just saying oh. if there is tea on the table, right? Don't give it to someone like me that doesn't necessarily like tea. Okay. Give it to if they like tea, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Right. But we're doing the reverse. We're it's not about reverse. giving it to foreigners. Sorry. It's about giving it to Chinese. Well, so. he, he he understands. What yeah. We're exactly. Give him foreign um, stuff for me. Ch- anyway. I've got to speak in defense of Chinese tea for a second here. There's so it's kind of like Western wine culture. There are so many different kinds. Of course, they and, all taste um, sour. Different grades and different qualities. Um, I've had some kind of sweet tasting ones, but you know what the difference is? Is that in <laughs> China they shit. they don't add anything. <laughs> No. So it's like hot water with some leaves it's in it. It's a sour, bitter hot water with leaves Look, in pu- it. Look, cha is not that sour. I like puar cha. Yeah, that's But that's good. one big, huge type. Yeah. And most of it is green tea, dude. Yeah. Most of it is. Uh, yeah, it is. A lot of it is. Oolong cha, all the other ones that tia, I don't remember. Tia Tia Come on. Like, this little bag, it was $500. And I'm going to show you <laughs> Have you seen those tea cakes? It's yes. Like, you get a tea cake. And like, they're like, you keep it the whole like, year. Oh, and it's like, it's moldy. And it's... Anyway, no. it can be really nice. And the ritual surrounding tea, the Kung Fu That's tea, is cool. actually really cool. That's really cool. It's really, really cool, yeah. I just, I'm literally, and <laughs> enough, I don't want to harp on this, enough, yeah. but like sitting around a tea table with tobacco-stained teeth uncles, mm. smoking cigarettes, and swilling, literally swilling that tea. doing nothing yeah. except sipping tea and coughing between cigarettes. Hawking up flame. Hawking up flame. While they have some shit government tv show in the background do you know how many times i've had to have that situation oh yeah i know exactly what and it can last out and it always they have that like picture that that kind of 3d moving you know yes! what i mean <laughs> like, yes dude you completed my nightmare it's like this holographic yeah. piece of shit not painting yeah it's sometimes i'll yeah. have like a race car on it's it like, yeah it's like, a like a naked thing yeah. So, yeah it's like moving around it's anyway yeah that's uh, yeah sorry we just had a bit of a Nostalgia yeah. there. Yeah. Bad nostalgia. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, okay. K Dog. Uh, thank you for the oh, yeah. question corner. Yeah. He know We're done with that, yeah. right? Yeah, Clint, okay. Clint, you know what to do. Go find something <laughs> special from your hometown. 
<laughs> something different, you know. Yes. Slim Jim or something. I don't know. The wooden furniture. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Edward Berry. Mm. Um, I just did that. K-Dog mm. uh, from Norway. Can you give your opinion on DNA on Col- DNA collecting? Um, there is like a huge thing going on, and we will talk. We will promise yeah. to talk about it in the next episode. We just don't know enough yet. Yeah. No. Uh, we had to put that, what, that one on the back burner. I sure. think more stuff will be uncovered soon, too. Yes. Uh, Logic Noodles, thank you very much. Sarah J. Jacobs, and I'll do this one before we go mm-hmm. into the next. Uh, did you hear about the Chinese spy that defected to Australia? Yes, I watched the whole thing. He spilled the beans on Chinese ops, uh, vindication nation for Australia belongs to China. Yep. Australia belongs and to China. And props to him. Like, whether he was a big fish or a little fish, it was funny how China tried to make him into just like a criminal back yeah. home, like a fraud. I mean, I feel like he's he's definitely a lot smaller than he makes himself it, out to be. It doesn't matter, though. The fact, the fact that, that, that there's out, a defection. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, that it's doesn't happen. Unprecedented. No. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's, Let's move, move on to, to worldview. World okay, where we talk about things happening around the world, especially with regards to China. <laughs> Um, yeah, usually. So let's move on to our first story in worldview, which I have um, like Stockholm syndrome with you talking and like <laughs> doing those introductions. Uh, okay, well, okay. let's talk about this, shall we? Oh, sorry. Hey, I, I'm I'm flying solo here with this thing. Give me a what second. What if it loads up another video and it's something really bad? No, it never will. Okay, um, <laughs> never will. <laughs> okay, uh, this is a Pakistani woman, mm-hmm. and what's been happening? We've talked about human trafficking quite a bit. Yeah, on this channel and on our own channels, but. Most of the human trafficking comes from North Korea and mm-hmm. the uh, Southeast Asian country borders. Yeah, like Vietnam. And, yeah. Laos. The thing is, one of China's biggest friends is actually Pakistan of all countries, mm. even though China is very averse to Islam, which yeah. I find ridiculous, right? Yeah. You'd think Pakistan would be pissed off about that. But money, uh, many corrupt governments love each other very, very much, right? Sure. Got a big, got to have a border. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have, you know, military exercises and tons of investment in Pakistan sure. as a border sure. region. It's a good sure. way of controlling the region. Now, mm. There's been tons of human trafficking coming from selling wives from Pakistan into China. Sure. Because of the woman shortage. Because of the woman shortage. Yeah. We talked about this. ties in the last episode. Yeah. Now, what happened is it's become an international case. And obviously, there's like over 600 women that have been documented as like disappeared from their homes. Right. Gone forever and literally sold as slaves into China. Mm. And everyone expects someone to do something about it. Even the Chinese people and Pakistani people are like, what's what's going on like you we have to cooperate and get these women back home sure that's what friend friendly countries do right mm-hmm. they totally dropped the case and they like ignored it because they don't want to damage the pr of pakistani chinese friendship yeah so they let an atrocity literally go into public eye turn a blind eye and they turn to a blind eye too yeah it. and there's so much really bad stuff coming out about this yeah uh, so i just felt like we had to address it because it's it's pretty bad yeah, human trafficking is terrible, like all around, and it's yeah. it's a huge it is a huge thing China in China. Started. It's a it's a stain on on China. Yeah. And I've brought this up in videos in the past. You know, I talked about the kidnapping of mm, children. And that's the this, most despicable to me. This is something that really like frustrates me. And I've mm. I, I personally stopped a human trafficking gang on mm. the Shenzhen Metro. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anyone hasn't heard about that, and I got yeah. them arrested. Mm. The thing is. Every time I bring it up, the people that jump into defense, you know, with what about us, and they're like, oh, yeah, more people are kidnapped in America every year, which is bollocks. Bullshit. Absolute bollocks. They say things like that, or they're like, there's no way it can happen because China's got so many cameras. Right. Yeah, those cameras are like in shit ADP, and if you ever try to Okay, like, is that why I lost three motorcycles? Yeah. Because the CCTV cameras didn't work that Yeah, exactly, day? yeah. They're ineffective. They're, they may be good for, like, I don't know, controlling the masses and stuff, but when an actual crime happens... They're never effective. 
every single time. Yeah. Every single time. You go to the cops. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, no, but we couldn't get the license plate. Oh, no, but we couldn't see You have no see you have no idea how many times me and Winston have gone to the cops and been like, we need to see the CCTV footage yeah. from 3 a.m. at this like, night. Like, you know, the, the time I've had to help a lot of foreigners because, you know, especially back in the day uh, when I was meeting all of my subscribers mm. back in Shenzhen. And I would. Every time someone get a hold of me, yeah. I'd, I'd meet up, we'd go out for drinks or for, for barbecue. And I used to help them whenever they had trouble. Yeah. And quite often people would have situations like they've left their laptop mm. in the in the trunk of a taxi or something. And we'd go to the local cop station and they'd be like, mm, no, nah, the cameras weren't working. Or uh, it's always no, there. Can't, can't find it. They, they either didn't want to deal with us or, you know, they just didn't give a crap to help out. Those cameras are so ineffective. So when children are kidnapped in broad daylight, nothing gets done because nope. they're like, they look at the cameras like, oh, it doesn't work. Or That's what happened when shit. my apartment got broken into, right? Yeah. And then we scared the guy off and he mm-hmm. ran away and it's like spider down the building. Yeah. There's cameras everywhere. Sure. We go down to the Baoan, the security guard. Yeah. Cops are called. Everyone's like milling around smoking cigarettes. And they're like, yeah. oh, see, there's no footage yeah. from that time. There's no footage. Oh, really? Yeah. Guys, you know, people might accuse us of being very anecdotal, and but it's oh, not like once or twice. It's no, not it's every, every freaking time. time. I've never seen a proper yeah. clip from a CCTV camera. Yeah, it's just like every time there's been a crime that I've had to deal with, and I've had to help other foreigners. You have to understand, I've translated for other foreigners who've right. had their things stolen. We were a little had caretakers. To deal, with, deal with the cops and stuff back in the day. Um, never once was it resolved through the cctv nope. never once so this human trafficking thing is massive in china it's a, it's a big problem i really really wish it could get sorted out and more spotlight was put on it the chinese government cares more mm. less about solving crimes they don't actually literally people in the ccp mm. the majority of them their prerogative is not to stop human trafficking yep. it is not to stop drug labs it is not to stop anything that they actually say is really bad mm. their prerogative is to use all this technology and laws to monitor people, hmm. to promote their rule. Because if somebody does all this bad shit, you can get away with really bad stuff for a long time. Hmm. But the minute you criticize authority, you're in the chain, in the, in the yeah, chair like that, the That's true, dude. but also I think their, their actual priority is to stop people finding out about these bad this, things. Uh, this is also... This, thing, I mean, yeah. it's like they don't want to stop these things necessarily. I mean, I feel like they do want to stop yeah. them if they could, but they're not going to put their effort in. No. Why would you pit, spend all this time and money like going out there and busting, like kidnapping gangs and stuff if all you needed to do is just make sure that nobody found out about it? That's what pisses me so off so much is that I loved being in China for so many characteristics, but one of them that freaking frustrated me yeah. was there's no... Reco- there's no reconciliation for crimes. Yeah. Especially when you as a foreigner are effective. They're yeah. absolutely. No, then you're just like, you. they're just like, Psh, whatever. Yeah. yeah. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Anyway, let's move on. What yeah. else have we got in What's New? Just that we had our interview with. Sorry, Worldview. What am I saying? You know, Worldview. That's when we talk about things What's happening new in the world. In the world yeah, from exactly. Worldview. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, go check out his video. Um, last segment that we have is our. Oh, yes. We better move on to that, shan't we? Q&A. Shan't we? Yes. You just said shan't. Shan't. Like shan't. Yes. That's right. correct. It's I know. Proper it's like English. Shakespearean shit. No, though. it's not. I'm not saying thus I um, forsake. <laughs> I have forsaken myself. I smote him with a blow that... Uh, never mind. Yeah. I can get into that uh, if you want. I right? found that like South Africans that speak native English... Mm have like an older form of english yeah of course <laughs> it's like ancient most shit. most of the the british south africans are a couple generations in, right so you know it's sense. like world war ii era like my grandfather so you're like a time capsule pretty much right you know still sit there with cucumber sandwiches and stuff that's freaking disgusting i mean i gotta say it's disgusting it's the most cucumber bo- sandwiches boring no. piece of shit sandwich ever <laughs> you probably also like sloppy joes 
What's that? Okay, this is an American thing. All right. It's literally ground beef mm-hmm. mixed, just mixed together with like ketchup and Worcestershire sauce. Oh. And then you throw it on a hamburger bun and it's wet. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I like the idea. You but, would love it. But I don't really like ketchup all mixed up in there. Oh, okay. If it was mayonnaise, I'd go ape. That sounds Ground great. Beef and mayonnaise. That's going to be so good. That actually is probably, I it's love mayonnaise. It's going to be amazing. We were big mayo fans. Yeah, we're going to try it out. Mayo. But no, my problem with yeah. cucumber sandwiches, sorry if yeah. this is like totally off tangent, but mm-hmm. it's a piece of bread with some unsalted butter mm-hmm. with sliced cucumbers, which all three of those ingredients have no flavor. It's about the like crispiness of it. You know, it's like, a, put a piece of ham on there. Yeah, I mean, you can you can make your own like variants. Oh, not? okay. If you wanted to, but it wouldn't right. be a proper cucumber. And you got to cut the... The crust's off, and it's got to be like small little squares. And, yes. You know. well, my first year in China, our cafeteria lady, mm-hmm. they was just made greasy slop, right? Yeah. From Sichuan. Yeah. And she was sweet, though. She was really nice. And she decided to make foreign food. Yeah. So she made cucumber sandwiches, but she used Chinese sweet bread. <laughs> oh, no. She used uh, that sweet mayonnaise instead of butter. You know, that cute yeah. pie sweet Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh. And then she also used sliced cucumber with the skin on. And then also that Chinese pink ham. <laughs> that was the sandwiches. Well, yeah. Anyway, we probably should get yeah. into the q and I think people enjoy our anecdotes. Well, I hope so. Okay, Q&A. Yeah. Uh, next, we have Cars in Depth. Come to the big Detroit Auto Show next June. We might be able to pull that off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially with our new channel, the, the hey, Direction. Oh, okay, we, we've got a new channel, and we it's going to be dropping probably January. It has nothing to do with cars. <laughs> uh, Henry Walker. Yeah. Future of the West equals South Africa. Um, that's tough to say. I don't understand. Well, it's just like so the rest of the world's gonna go crap like South Africa, basically. I don't think so. I don't think so either. But <laughs> but whatever, okay. whatever. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Massive yeah. fins. Have you have to take a face scan now to get a phone number? Foreigners visiting need to. Take a burner phone. Yes. Number one, if you're going to go to China, take a burner phone. Do not have any social media apps on there or pictures that you've taken pretty much of anything because there is a high chance that you will get your phone looked at. Yeah, I mean... I'm, no, there is. That's, it's happening yeah, a lot. Of course, you don't need to be too paranoid. No, but it's... Because they look, they're looking for specific things. If you are voicing support for the, the pro-democracy Hong Kong um, protests, make sure you don't have any of that in your like chat history or pictures of that on your phone. That's what they're looking for. They're looking for any kind of Tibetan Dalai Lama free Tibet. They're looking for any Uyghur organ harvesting, this or that. Anything that's sensitive to China, just don't have that on your phone. You're but fine. you understand what? I didn't finish why I think you should take a burner phone. If you're going to be there, you're going to be using Chinese apps and stuff. You don't want that, all that crap on your good mm. phone. That's also true. And you could be compromised. Uh, you know, a Russian friend of mine came to visit. Now, Back in the day, you could just go to any little newsstand and buy a SIM, SIM card, card, right? I used to do it all the time. You, yeah, exactly. I had a, a bunch of numbers, and I used to help my friends and subscribers every time they come because it was cheap. It's like fifty RMB yeah. or something, right? Eight so it's bucks. nothing. Eight bucks, and you've got a, a, a local number with with a little bit of data mm. on it. So I used to help people a lot, um, and it was around about two thousand. 13 or 14 is when it started to change, mm. I'd say. Um, because a, a Russian friend of mine came over and we went to go buy a SIM card for him and they wouldn't allow him to buy it without a photocopy of mm. his passport. Mm-hmm. But this being China, I just convinced them and they were like, oh, okay, we'll just like 
use some our they actually pulled out their previous customers yeah. id yeah. chinese id card i, I had a chinese ID and they advice. so they pulled that yeah. out and they're like we'll just use our previous customers id to register your phone right. which they didn't give a shit. that's kind of crappy imagine he went and did something like bad drugs or something yeah anyway uh but you do need an id mm. this has obviously gotten more and more intense i doubt yeah. that you know they're, they're very very much clamping down Dude, there's there were shops like yeah. right before i left there were shops that wouldn't even even when my password wouldn't sell me a sim card yeah because it's too yeah. mafia yeah, because you're a foreigner. Yeah, it's they're too much like, uh, effort, yeah. But yeah, um, you can buy a SIM card, and especially if you go into like a China mobile shop or something, mm -hmm. but it's actually quite a lengthy process, and it it's kind of like going to the DMV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go with uh, maybe like Google Fi or something. Google Fi is amazing. On your And I phone. think Google Fi currently works in China, last time I checked, and you get yeah. un unfiltered access to the internet. You don't sure. need a VPN. It depends on your location. There were right. people in Sichuan saying that they were still blocked, and then you go oh. to like Shanghai, and that was unblocked. Yeah, Shanghai is not China. We know that. Sure. Um, next, Trevor travels the world. Have fun on your travels, Trevor. <laughs> yeah, that's a good little play on words. Keep up the good work, guys. In your opinion, is there any way to combat Wu Mao's? They're everywhere, even on non-related China content. Yeah, you're. I can't believe how many Wu Mao's there are now. Yeah, it's an army. Absolutely. You ignore them. Do not embrace them in chat. Yeah. Um, there's just no point. They don't even know. Half of them don't know what to say. No, a lot of them are just copying and pasting stuff. Yeah. They get directives. And uh, look, Wu Mao, we've, told, we've talked about this before. It started with people being paid. But a lot of Chinese are nationalists yeah. are just doing it voluntarily these days. And they go to these forums. And it's like these board guys. They hang around. And then there'll be like something that outrages like the, the Wu Mao. Mm community get their command yeah so they'll basically on their forum they'll be like this company or this person on twitter said this thing like go get them and then they'd like say write this copy and paste change it a little bit or whatever and so they I'm, copy and paste this crap i'm still waiting for an effective like mm. i want to see a woman comment where i totally disagree with it yeah. but it actually is written well and like i can understand their perspective sure. and i still haven't in 10 years seen one no i mean they tried that thing for a long time like oh we used to like your videos and then you changed. yeah but you see that the third time and you're like holy shit there's it's, actually a directive yeah it's and it's exactly the same word <laughs> the same. exact same I words. Used, used to be fair and objective oh, i used to be subscribed to now you, you're but then a sour you did grape this. yeah now you're a sour grape so i unsubscribe and then you check and you see hey they were never subscribed in the first nope, place because we can see that and uh, the one thing about Wumals though that's kind of funny is that it's usually they go in, they leave one comment, and then that's it. They never yeah. come back. No. Even if you reply to their comment and you're like, dude, what's up? They don't even come back to reply. you got a real dude if he replies. Yeah, if they start replying, then you're just dealing with a nationalist with mm. a lot of time on his hands. But mm. we get throwaway comments from throwaway uh, accounts oh, yeah. all the time. The majority. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know what sucks is that YouTube spam filter was working really well. Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah. And now all of their comments go through. Have you noticed that? Yeah, that's yeah, weird. What happened? I have no idea. I don't see that held for review stuff anymore. Yeah, it's weird. We'll have to look into that. Yeah. Uh, L.E. Munoz, mm. you guys ever see... Oh, sorry, less janky, thank you. Uh, you guys ever see any Chinese super cop action or kung fu brawls? Big fan of Big Trouble in Little China here. <laughs> that doesn't happen. In real life, you yeah. mean? Yeah. I've seen a lot of fights, for sure. sure. But the thing Not is, kung fu. Cops... Dude, remember we were in our, our shop and we were working on bikes and we had our like custom bike shop mm. and we just hear this like... Rah! And this guy came running around the corner and the cops were just like tasering him yeah. over and over and over again with one of those handheld tasers. Yeah, yeah, they like yeah. tackle him to the ground, just like, nyeh, 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 nyeh. Yeah. and then he'd like escape and then they they kept doing that. That's probably about the the biggest thing we saw. Yeah, really. with cops. With cops, sure. because 
Um, in China, it's kind of a strange situation. Police don't actually actively chase no, and engage no, no, with no, no, criminals. No. Like no. you can drive through a red traffic light and smash into no a car uh, and then drive off. They won't chase you. But no. what they do, the way China, Chinese like law enforcement works is they'll come visit you at your house later. Yeah, always. That's it's why always it, the house. Yeah, visit. it's it's like they'll they'll take down your license plate and, you know, okay, he's obviously, you know, um, this is who it's registered to and they know where you live. And, you know, the hukou system and the, the registration system is pretty tight mm. in China. Um, it's like Soviet era, their booklet. Yeah, same yeah, thing. It's the same. It's like papers. They'll be able to find exactly where you live. Yeah. And so then they'll come find you later and deal with it. And they know or where you've moved to. If you've done, so. yeah, if you've done all these traffic infractions and stuff, then they'll just send you like lots of fines in the mail. And when you don't pay them, they'll come to yeah, your house. Yeah. And so, what they'll do is they'll park this huge like uh, Delica van hmm. outside your house, and they they won't have their sirens up, they have the lights on. Yeah, yeah. And then they go into your house, and then they'll put you in the back of that van, sure. usually with zip ties around your hands. Mm. I totally don't know why I know this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then to take you to the, the police station. Sure. Um, Cesario JPN, uh, old fan, thank you very much. Talk about DC Comics pulling a Batman holding the Molotov cocktail poster due to CCP complaints. That had no context. Well, they, they were complaining, the, the nationalists were complaining that Batman was wearing black. Yeah, which is the Hong Kong. Wait, come on, Batman I, wears black, right? I can't even. Batman wears black. Shit. Like, oh, he's wearing black and he's throwing a Molotov cocktail and he's in got a mask and he's got a mask on. <laughs> and in the past, yeah, this is made before the protest. Was it? Yes. That that poster, I yes. don't know, but okay. The fact that he was wearing a mask, right. like the protesters, actually it was Batgirl, I think. So wearing a mask, no, Batman, I think. Wearing a mask. Wearing black and throwing a Molotov cocktail. You're like, well, if you knew anything about Batman, you'd know that he wears a mask and he wears black. So it's not like that was done on purpose. But they were like, there are too many parallels, you know, to the Hong Kong protesters. So DC Comics is supporting the Hong Kong. Let's, And DC Comics was like, holy shit, we might lose all of our revenue and like our potential DC revenue. is such a cuck. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> any, no any company that's pulling that crap to appease China when they pull shit like this... Have have a spine. Can't you say like, no, listen, you're just dumb. Mm. Batman wears black and wears a mask and throws Molotov cocktails mm. for some reason. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. It got taken down straight away and they apologize. I ate a banana yesterday mm -hmm. and I heard Ted Bundy's favorite color was yellow. Oh my God. <laughs> Go watch out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. yeah. Innocent bystander. A lot of people have been using Hong Kong as a banner for pro-gun debate. What's your opinion? This mm. is tricky. We we talk mm. about gun control a lot, me and Winston. Yeah. And we m might not have the opinion that you think we do, but we're still formulating an opinion, yeah. to be yeah. honest. We'll, we'll get back to you on that one. Yeah. Mm. Um, Comrade General. Okay. Uh, in Taiwan. Sea Milk's tea comment has hurt the feelings of 23 million Taiwanese people. We urge Sea Milk to correct his mistakes or face our resolute and forceful measures. That's good. I like that. Yeah, that's really funny. Um, yeah, I'm sorry to anyone that likes tea. I just, I don't like it. I'm not saying it's all bad. I just don't like it. Sure. Right? So yeah. screw me. Right? Yeah, yeah. Midtown Mike. Wow. Thank you, dude. Appreciate Holy it, Mike. Crap, yeah. Hey guys, keep up the awesome work. Uh, congrats, Winston, on the new addition to the family. Hope you and your family had a great Thanksgiving and an amazing Christmas. Thank, thank you, you very much. much it really, thank you. It's been uh, it's been rough, you know. I've had very little sleep, hence the. Uh, he finally gets to see what I had to do. Dishevelled, uh, you know, look, and 
Yeah. You look exactly the same, dude. Nah, well, and I don't have my suit and tie. I haven't been able to go and get my dry cleaning or anything. Oh. You know? I like your, your question mark phrase. There. I don't think people understand. You see, well, some see, people do. This says ni gama, which means, doing? like, what are you doing? But if if you just read this, gan, this actually is like. The um, F word. Well, it's, it basically it is. means. It means to, sex. Yeah, it means sex. But, like, it, this basically but means, like, like. But it's kind of like an aggressive. Right. It's an aggressive, yeah. like, I'll, uh, you know, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but this is like, if a Chinese person saw me walking around with this on, it would be like, do you want to fuck? (laughs) That's literally what it means. It's it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I'm sorry. I mean, I I only realized like we were looking at it on camera. That's bullshit though. Because you walked around in China with that all the time. Even in Taiwan, you did that. People were laughing. Yeah, they were. Oh man. They got really pissed off when I had that, like, Washer Weigro and Nisha Jongor and oh, T-shirt. Oh, yeah, you wore that in Taiwan. That means I'm a foreigner yeah. and you were Chinese. Yeah. But we were in Taiwan. So yeah, they're really like, and they were like, woman, Bush of Jongor and Washer Taiwan. Some guy's drinking. Yeah, they called me out. And I was like, yeah, I wear this in China. They were super Yeah, they weren't aggressive. They were just like, that's bullshit, man. We were like, listen, we're on Taiwan side here. Yeah. And they were like, cool, cool. And cheers to us. Yeah, yeah. It was cool. It's funny. Elk X. Will we ever see Tibet, Xinjiang, Inner Mongolia gain independence? No. Probably not. Massive fins, thumbs up now! Oh yeah, remind everyone to thumbs up. I don't think that's a thing anymore. Um, so, so my YouTube manager told me that the like thing doesn't mean anything anymore. It's just a metric for, for creators to know if people like their stuff. I still like getting a thumbs up. No, I do. Mm. I'm saying though, it's not like, you know when people say, it really helps me out. Mm. No, it doesn't. It doesn't help you out. Shut up. It Stop does. It. it helps you out on a psychological level. But they're saying, like, it's going to make my, my video do better, you know? Right. Like, it'd be part of the team. Engagement, man. But, massive fins, thumbs up this video to show us that we did a dang good job. <laughs> Rootin' tootin' good job, and we appreciate it. Look, we better grab some questions out of the, the general, of course. general chat. I think because... I finished general chat. Mm-hmm. Um, I finished the uh, super chats. Okay, fantastic. All right, cool. Uh, I will hunt around. You can entertain people with a whistling or something. Well, what I'll talk about is what's going on in the background here, which I like to do. You can see us. This is a, we're riding on, this was like truck death road. We used to call it. Ah, truck death road. You can see all the fireworks over there. Those are the like firecrackers. Now this is obviously, uh, we shot this sometime near Chinese new year, but usually whenever there's a celebration, it could be for a wedding, it can be for a funeral. It can be for, um, the opening of a new shop, anything like that. What'll happen is people will go and set out these firecrackers, but it's insane. They will light thousands of these things. And they're so freaking loud. And when you're riding through the countryside and all that, and this goes on, we've been riding our motorcycles and it just starts going off and we've ridden through Dude, them. It's so it's scary. And people ridiculous. are laughing in their car and you yeah. feel the hatred of a thousand suns. Dude, wait, we filmed. Why did we never put this up? Oh, yeah, oh, remember we, did. we filmed. It was a wedding thing, right? Yeah, there was a, a, a wedding procession in front of us, like yeah. a, a bunch of cars. And what they were doing was they were throwing it might have these. Been that day. It, I think I think it, it was. Might have been. It might have been. Yeah. I don't know why we never put this in a video, but I recorded it specifically because yeah. we were riding, and they were throwing it these firecrackers yeah. out of the car yeah. in front of us, and they were just like on exploding purpose. on the street right. in front of us and, and exploding on other cars and things like that. But that's kind of the way it works it's like oh it's a big happy celebration so we're just going to throw this crap it out. does but i was angry at the fact that they did target us because they were cracking up in the car yeah that's laughing. true i it's, was furious it's true but i've been on the highway in shenzhen in my car and there'll and be like a bmw sure. or something yeah. and they're doing that and they're throwing it on the highway at high speed about other people 
Yeah, it's like firecrackers going off, exploding on your windscreen and stuff, and it's like, holy shit. It's bad. It's worse yeah. when you're on a bike, though. It's yeah. Terrifying. Oh, yeah. It can, you can crash easy. Anyway. Um, so Leo Doyle, this is a, a normal question. He wants to know, what if someone saw your shirt and said, well, do you? <laughs> <laughs> then I just show funny. them, like, you know, yeah, yeah, Nika Nigama is kind of like, it, it's Slang. it's an impolite way to say, like, what the hell are you doing, basically? Yeah. Um, but at the same time... It depends on the tone. Yeah, it depends on the tone. It can, it can also be, like, be just like, on. yeah, Nigama is just like, hey, what's up? It can also mean what's up. And Nigama! These, these t-shirts, I made these t-shirts, right? And on the back, it says, which means look at the front. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of funny. People will see that, and then they'll, like, come around to, like, look and see what it's it says. What it's doing? like, what, what are you doing? Yeah, so... Right, yeah, but yeah. now it just says, bang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we need more drunk content. Christmas drunk stream, maybe. Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. We'll do. We'll do. We'll do. Something. We rarely do that, but we yeah. we'll, we'll do a tipsy one. Maybe yeah. not a drunk one. Yeah. Because the last time we tried to film a video drunk, we ended up eating an entire duck with mayonnaise. With mayonnaise, yeah. That's still on camera. Yeah, we haven't uh, put that up though. Hopefully, we will never put that. Up. <laughs> Are that's, you crazy? That's when we got poisoned from yeah. the like fake beer. Okay, that's not our fault. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can we get Uncle Police merch? <laughs> the guy in the chair. <laughs> I don't oh, think we can I, his misery. I think that's not fair. Yeah, I, I think it'd be hilarious. But, but it does spread awareness. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. If we didn't make it in like distasteful no. way, make him the hero. Yeah, Uncle exactly. Police. Maybe make we can. The idea. Maybe we can make him say like "f the police." Yeah, and he's breaking out of his chains. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, and he's got a black mask on, and he's throwing a Molotov cocktail. No, let's not get that far. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Dan Ferentz, mm. thank you for joining us, Danny boy. Uh, thoughts on the 2022 Beijing Olympics? I think there's going to be so much pushback that they're going to lose the bid. I'm not joking. There's so much talk right now of boycott. Yeah, I mean, I think I think China does have a bunch of stuff it needs to answer to, you know, the CCP. And I think well, it's the we we said this last time. It's the first time that normal people are talking about China. Yeah. And its problems. Yeah, I think they do need to leave, like acknowledge that mm. if they want to be a part of the world, act, you act know, like they a have grown to. Up. They have to be a little bit better, right? You know, there's a lot of things that China does at the moment which are very sort of underhanded uh, and terrible. So you know, they've got to own up to it, or at least show some progress. I, mm. I think before we can treat them as uh, you know a part of the world stage, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm. I agree. Yeah. And guys, I hate I hate to say this, but we're going to wrap this up. Yes, we are. Um, this will go live immediately. Mm-hmm. And I want to say this, and this is not e-begging, and I'm not asking you to donate anything. What I'm going to tell you is that this is 100% guaranteed demonetized. Just like our last three videos. I don't know what it is about this specific channel, but yeah. they freaking hate us. And there's no, but there's no tinfoil hat stuff. No, no, it's not. It's obviously we, we talk just, about controversial. We talk stuff. about controversial things. So. Um, this this channel doesn't make us any money whatsoever. No. Oh, other than the super chats, thank you very much, guys. Yes, yeah, for sure. That's incredible. And at some point, those super chats will have paid for our streaming computer. So I appreciate yes, that very much. So, but the whole point of this channel is it gives us uh, an open forum to talk to you guys yeah. at length. Because when we do our videos, you know, they're kind of scripted. We kind of have mm. to sit down, think about it. You know. Uh, go out and film, edit, and we can't really be talking about the latest news and things like sure. that. So it's it's good that we can I talk to you. I think it's great. Yeah. I have a great time doing this. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Okay, guys, thank you very much, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode in exactly two weeks. Yes, can't wait. Guys, thank you very much for Play watching. Play us out. You know the drill, as always. Stay awesome. Don't cut yourself off. I'm not going to cut myself off.